Chapter 55 A Sudden Burst of Excitement Herman returned down the metal rungs in the wooden ladder, and with some reluctance he told Klaus what he had found in the attic. I knew I should have arrested him, Klaus growled with a shake of his head. I still don't believe Evo committed the murders, Herman insisted. But he must be involved, Klaus insisted back. I told you that from the very beginning of this, Herman pointed out. But we'll only find out how he's involved by getting through that wall downstairs. I think we should just wait in the car for those two to return, Klaus replied. They have to come out sometime. At least it's more comfortable in the car. What if they don't come out, asked Herman. What do you mean, Klaus asked back. Where else could they go? That wall downstairs leads somewhere, Herman remarked. And I have a good idea where. Like the cellar in the pinkest synagogue, this one isn't at river level. There's likely another structure underneath it. And this likely leads somewhere else. As it would explain why we've been seeing footprints leading to the walls, but not from them. We must get through that wall downstairs, and I think we need to do this now. Why now? questioned Klaus. If you're worried about my replacement, Herman interrupted him by saying, As Kant described in that book Dieter wrote her paper about, there are two types of knowledge, a posteriori and a priori. That is, knowledge gained through experience, and knowledge that exists independently of it. Through both, through both my instincts and experiences as a police detective, I know if we don't follow them tonight, we'll lose the trail, and possibly for good. And how are we supposed to follow them, Klaus bellowed, after once again reacting negatively to the mentioning of Kant's name? Herman didn't answer and for the obvious reason. Instead, he walked back inside the synagogue followed by Klaus, and the two once more descended the stairs to the cellar, where Herman once more walked up to the wall. But now having given his mind a little time to unwind, he suddenly grasped at what he hoped was a step toward the solution he'd been seeking. I shall die in my nest and I shall multiply my days like the phoenix. I wonder, he mumbled to himself, while recalling the passage he had read in the cellar of the Pincus Synagogue, I wonder if the means to open the wall is related to something in the Bible. What in that book dealt with walls? Nothing came to mind, and he cried out, If only I had paid more attention in Cheddar when I was a boy. Joshua, Klaus uttered. What? Herman uttered back as he spun toward him. The book of Joshua deals with walls, Klaus noted. That's right, Herman murmured. Joshua and his army brought down the walls of Jericho. But how? Horns, Klaus replied. They blew horns and the walls came tumbling down. Sound, Herman blurted out. We heard a sound when we were at the synagogue doors. Maybe the wall is sound activated. With a sudden burst of excitement, Herman rummaged through the boxes on the floor with the flashlight. Now what are you looking for, Klaus asked. I'll know when I find it, Herman let him know. It took many minutes, but he did just that, 
he found a box with a ram's horn and brought it over to Klaus, and he gave him the flashlight and said, Point it at the wall. Instead, Klaus pointed the light at the horn and asked, What's that? A chauffeur, Hermann explained. We used it on the high holidays. Use it for what? replied Klaus. Hermann answered by taking out the chauffeur and blowing it, which caused not only a roar, but also the wall to open from the edge. With his mouth agape, Hermann dropped the chauffeur back in its box, and he and Klaus rushed up to the wall. This they pushed all the way open, exposing a shaft that led to an area below the cellar. It also exposed a cable made of thick rope. Grabbing the flashlight from Klaus, Herman used it to follow the cable downward, and he found a wooden enclosure a handful of meters below. It must be an elevator of sorts, Herman noted, like what they use in mines. How do we call it? questioned Klaus. I don't know, Herman answered, before slowly moving the light around the area. Eventually, he came upon an inset on the side of the wall, where a metal dial was mounted on an arched concrete slab. Over and over, he tried moving the dial to various spots along the slab, but this did nothing, and he got the same result when he slowly moved the dial along the entire surface of the slab in both directions. Now what, Klaus muttered. Herman didn't answer, as like with the wall earlier, he was too obsessed with coming up with one. He kept us going until his head throbbed, which is when his attention shifted to the concrete slab, even if he didn't know why. If only finding the truth in men were as easy as finding the area under a curve. Recalling Gertrude's words from their dinner a few nights earlier, Herman pointed to the slab and said, How would we calculate the area under this curve? Why are you asking me, grumbled Klaus. You studied geophysics, Herman grumbled back. That was more than twenty years ago, Klaus insisted. And if you recall, I never did much studying. I'd simply take the definite integral between the two of you and discover everything I wanted to know. Integration, Herman uttered, after recalling what Gertrude had also said. We need to integrate fx. But what is fx? This looks like a simple sine curve, Klaus stated while pointing at the slab. Herman responded by saying, so we need to integrate sine x from zero to... From zero to pi, Klaus asserted. But how, Herman gasped. What is the antiderivative of sine x? Klaus didn't answer, so Herman asked again, only louder. I don't remember, Klaus yelled. You must, Herman yelled back. But the only answer was silence. Is it cosine x, Herman screeched? Again, Klaus didn't answer, but just a moment later he mumbled, Negative cosine x. He further grabbed the papers from inside his jacket pocket and a pen that was there as well, and he began writing against the wall in the light. So, he said while doing this, we need negative cosine pi minus negative cosine zero, which gives us negative negative one minus negative one. Two. The answer is two. 
too, Herman muttered while gazing at the dial in confusion. What am I supposed to do with that? In degrees, Klaus answered before scribbling once more. Two radianses. It's a hundred and fifteen degrees. While holding his breath, Herman moved the dial a hundred and fifteen degrees. But again nothing happened. So he jiggled the dial just a little. He did this until he felt a slight click, which caused the elevator to rise. I knew you could do it, he told Klaus with a grin. Klaus grinned too, and he told him back, Let's just hope that the math doesn't get any harder than that.